Hey friends, hey, it is your girl Lena Nicole here with another Wednesday episode and today I have a special guest who is going to tell us all about her new book. But before we get started, I just want to give a uh, quick what am I grateful for this week and this week I am grateful for just having family and being able to spend time with my kids and my husband. It's been a wonderful week this week and we had a great weekend and so I'm just really grateful for that. Well, I want to go ahead and introduce my guest for this week. Her name is Christina Hamlet, and she is an author, and she is going to talk to us about her new book, She Lives Here. And uh, fun fact, Christina is the sister of my husband's, one of my husband's best friends. So hi, Christina. Welcome to the show. Hi, Lena. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes, you're very, very welcome. Thank you for coming on to the show. I really, really appreciate it. I'm so excited to hear about this new book. I know you've written books before, and it's really cool to just see, you know, really talk to authors and really kind of get an idea of, of their book and so people can really understand what you want readers to really get from it. So um, before we get started, though, let me ask you, what are you grateful for this week? I am grateful for uh, uh, Prayers Answered. Because this week I was asking God to make me like water so mm-hmm. I could just let things flow and just be like water, especially as I'm approaching the launch of my book. And I want to be able to let things go and ride the moments. And um, I think my prayers are being answered. So that's what I'm grateful for. I love that. Awesome. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Well, let's see. Um, tell us, um, tell me, well, tell the reader, excuse me, the readers, the listeners about you and what made you want to write this, this new book. Sure. Okay. So I have always been uh, an avid reader and a writer, but I've spent a lot of time um, career-wise doing human services work, and I've, but I've always been attracted um, to writing. I was always hoping that I would get back to writing. And I would say these last about five years, um, I had left, about seven years ago, I left the career I was in, and which is working more within social services. And I still do human services work in reentry with men and women coming home from jail or prison, but I've made writing um, a bigger part of my world. So that's really who I am. I am a writer, um, I am a wife, um, a sister, and a friend, and I'm just someone who is just in love with the written word. Um, I also have been teaching and facilitating workshops um, for actually my clients at work and for the community. So I've just been teaching, writing, blogging, and I am also um, a strongman competitor, which I got into um, in the last year or so, and I also write about in my book. I saw that. I was like, okay, Christina. All right. Come on, resume. No, but I, I love that. And yeah, I saw it. And I was like, what? When you were lifting up those weights, I was like, wow. Like, it's super impressive. That's awesome. What Thank made you, you What made you want to get into that, by the way? I'm just wondering. Sure. I um, was almost dared by a friend of mine who's a podcast host to get into Spartan races, which hmm. I definitely thought is not my thing. I said, uh, <laughs> do you not see all this extra goodness on my body, which, you know, I love myself, but I was like, this is not quite suited for Spartan. But <laughs> I said, before I say no, let me work with a trainer and see within six months or so where I could get my strength level to be so I could compete. But once I got in there, this trainer was looking at me and um, tested my body and everything and said, Hey, have you ever thought about uh, competing um, for strongman? And what kind of sports did you play? 
I've never played any sport, Lena. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, well, okay, there must be some muscle under here. And she started testing me. And she said, you can lift a lot. And are you sure you don't lift? I said, no. And, <laughs> <laughs> but I made the commitment from then on to take strength training classes about three times a week. And then from there, I took a specialized um, strongman training class for about uh, four to six weeks after that. And that's when I competed for the wow. first time. Yeah. That's awesome. I love Thank that. You. See, mm-hmm. and that's and that should tell people when somebody challenge you, challenges you to something and you think you might not be able to do it, just try it anyway. I mean, what, exactly. you know, instead of regretting not doing it, why not try mm-hmm. it? So that's oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. That actually, and I wanted to answer the second part of your question about why I chose to write this book, because mm-hmm. it kind of ties all in even to The Strong Man and my previous work. I was writing, blogging and writing for myself. And I decided to try um, the idea of like, what if I gathered all of my work that I've done, you know, poems for myself, uh, repurposed some blog posts and turned it into a book. So while I was thinking all of these things and writing from a very honest place about the rage I was feeling about social injustice, um, the rules I've made for myself, my womanhood, all of those things, as I was gathering these things up, and thinking I'm going to turn it into a book, my publisher actually called me and asked me to construct a collection. So just to answer your previous question, that's why I decided to do this book. I had really thought I can't be alone with all these thoughts mm-hmm. and this rage and this anger and wanting to choose joy through all of this. I can't be alone in that. So that's what how I ended up um, writing this book too. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, because mm-hmm. the book seems like a really feel-good read. So um, going more into it, can you tell us a little bit more about the the book itself and what the readers should expect to get out of this absolutely so this book is uh she lives here is a book of prose and poetry and um i broke it up into three parts uh part one is called how you sent me which really talks about my roots um as a young girl in a haitian community in queens new york to really being thrust into uh, Virginia mm-hmm. <laughs> at about six years old. This, you know, the culture shock and the differences. Um, and I talk, my roots also, uh, I talk about my faith journey and body image, which all of us, um, that young men and women, but really women have to contend with at a very young age. So I talk about all of that and how you sent me. My second section is called Cool Black Self. And mm-hmm. that's really when I talk about black identity. Mm-hmm. And for me, my ultimate wish and goal is for all of us to unify. Yeah. as black people across the diaspora. And then um, the third part is she lives here. And really she lives here isn't just about she, the she is uh, Joy. I believe Joy lives here um, amongst all this. And then she lives here, I really talk about different aspects of myself, my relationship with my husband, um, trying strong man. Uh, and I also just talk about um, uh, fertility. There's a lot of different things I discuss, but it's really about my, the ending part is really about my part of my life as a grown woman and finding joy in all of those things. That's right. I love it. That's so nice. I love that. And then sometimes people forget to find the joy in the little things, even if it's a challenge. Um, there's a way to flip that because, you know, yes. you know, and find something, the, the story, the meaning, the lesson behind it. So that's really good to, to hear. Mm-hmm. And I know the book, bu- the book is full of poetry. Have you always had a love for poetry? I've always, I've always liked and then found poems that I loved. But I didn't, I can't say I invested in all of my time in writing poems and poetry. I would write sometimes. But I, now that I look back, there were times where I was writing poems, as, even as a young girl, and I didn't realize that's what I was doing. 
And I also uh, thought at that time that to be a real writer, that I had to be a novelist. So Mm -hmm. even, I mean, as I was growing up, I would read a lot of fiction novels and I thought, that's the track that I have to go down. And it wasn't until I started taking um, writing classes as an adult about four or five years ago that I realized that as I'm writing nonfiction, creative nonfiction pieces, that I'm also writing poetry. So that was almost what was coming more naturally to me, but I was also a long time, for a long time, excuse me, forcing this novel to come out, not mm. realizing, hey, girl, you have a whole other avenue here yeah. that actually comes naturally to you that you enjoy and love. And through that, I've even um, got a stronger appreciation um, for poets, a much stronger appreciation and a love for poetry. I feel like sometimes uh, poetry can be therapy, really. Because, you, you know, you're getting all your thoughts out and it's just, you know, releasing through words. And I, I mean, I'm a strong believer of writing out your thoughts and, you know, your goals and any just anything, just writing them out so you can see them. And even if you see them like one time and you say, OK, this is it. I want to be done with this situation. You write it out and then you put it away. But, mm-hmm. you know, I just I'm a really big believer of just writing out things. So I love that. I really love it. Um so with that being said, do you have a favorite poem from the from the book She Lives Here that you'd like to share with us? Uh, I, I do have, I have a couple of favorite pieces, but there's one um, that was just on my heart today that I would like to share. Yeah. Um, it's entitled Liberation. Let's hear um, Okay. Liberation. I want to be paid the highest compliment. She is free. I would be too, free to take all my clothes off on my balcony in the dark, round full flesh kissing night air, free to fall in and out of love as many times as my big juicy heart pleases, free to swallow kiwis and mangoes and cherries whole, remnants dripping down my chin, pulp lingering on lips, free to laugh with eyes closed and mouth wide open, free to get it wrong and let it go. Someone said, black women don't fall down. Someone said, we've got to make the time then. To fall down, grow silent, scream until throats ache, cry without hiding tears that splash and slide onto the chest, messy with no smooth edges, nothing gets laid down. I say only then would that freedom be true, only then would that freedom be real, only then would that freedom be me. Love it. Looks snap, 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 snap. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Oh, Thank this you. is really good. And listen, guys, this is what you're going to be getting when you receive this book, okay? Because that is just really nice. I really like it. And, you. you know, I don't know. If, have you ever thought about doing like an auto version, you know, for, of this so that people can listen to it and like on. Like an audio? I have thought about it. It has not very much lately. I've been so consumed with just the launch of the physical book and then, of course, the ebook. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. I, I have not thought about it. And I think poetry deserves to be read and heard as well. So it's, it, I'm not counting it out. Yeah. I just thought about that. I'm like, that'd be nice to kind of like play in the, because your voice is so soothing and then just play in the background and, you know, people just receiving it. You know what I mean? 
just yes. a thought. I'm just throwing it yes. out there. <laughs> I like your thoughts. I'm <laughs> well, I know you mentioned um, your other uh, publications before, um, but I know you've been featured on various sites like KimberlyElise.com, 30seconds.com, and many other ones. Um, but so is this, this book is, is, it's like the previous books or I mean, it's like, does it roll all together into one? Actually, it's completely different. My previous book was called um, What I Love About You, A Guided Journal to Writing Your Proposal and Vows. Mm-hmm. And that was more of an ebook workbook that teaches people um, how to craft a wedding proposal or their wedding vows. Love that it. was com- completely different, even though I did throw bits of uh, poetry um, between sections. Mm, but that okay. was a completely different thing. Uh, one of my writing projects is actually... Uh, included in She Lives Here, I was published in an online um, performance journal called Liminalities. Mm -hmm. I was part of a a storytelling project for uh, women of color at the University of Alabama, Tuscaloosa. And I got to talk about um, a personal story of mine called A Walking Color. So that was published there. And then I ended up transcribing it for She Lives Here. So that part I come full circle with. But with my book, this is a completely different venture. Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the whole vow thing, though. Um, I kind of sometimes I wish that me and KJ did, but that's another <laughs> that's another story. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's see. So I know we talked about it, um, you know, earlier, but I mean, okay, I guess what can they expect to get out of this? Like, what do you want them to receive when they read "She Lives Here"? Mm, um, a variety of things. I know we talked about I want people to choose joy um, if they wish to, because I think it's important to, as we were talking about earlier, not just to see the bright side of things, but to look inward and look to see what you really already have um, deep within inside of you, no matter what's going on. And I believe, especially as black women, we have so much um, that can come up against us. Mm -hmm. And it's also racism, sexism. Um, expectation to be um, the strong black woman, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And imagine like how resilient we really are, even without realizing it. And I say, choose joy and to learn to look inward first. Um, I've also, it made me, and I would hope other people can get uh, this, is to examine the rules you've made for yourself and why you've made them. Mm. And this could be within your faith, uh, how you choose to uh, was they show your body up with your body image, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just explore and examine why you've made the rules you've made for yourself. Uh, that's been important for me yeah. um, with every part of my life. I also think it's important to know that you can change just because it's something that you've had, um, you know, a certain type of way for so many years doesn't mean it has to always be like that. And that's the beautiful thing about life, you know? That's right. Things mm-hmm. change. It's a revolving. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, well, I wanted to know, for someone who may be wanting to write a book but not sure where to start, could, do you have any advice uh, that you can provide for them? Sure. Um, a few pieces. One is I want people to know, and I'm, and I'm speaking to myself always, is that you're always a student. Mm-hmm. And in that, so with that in mind, always be willing to take classes. Don't be afraid to spend that money to take classes or even find free resources online. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just to get it down on the paper. Start journaling and writing. That's free yep. um, every day. Also, don't be afraid to try. Um, I've said this before in other places, and I will continue to say it is, I, the fear is real, 
and I understand it, but um, those things are not meant to be kept to yourself. These thoughts, these inspirations you have, they're supposed to be written down and I believe shared into the world. And one thing I won't want people to be afraid of is not just what could happen, but who you could become on the other side of it if you try. Mm -hmm. And that's what's becoming more important to me is who I'm becoming yeah. um, as I continue to write and share my words. And I want that feeling for everyone else. Definitely. And also mm -hmm. who you can inspire along, along the way. Yeah. Um, you never know who is reading your words and like, this is what I needed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, awesome. Well, before um, we move along, is there any other poem that you wanted to share? Sure. Uh, I have another piece. Um, I wrote last summer um, and it's entitled Old Black Self. Ooh, let's hear that one. <laughs> yes, Old Black Self. My black self is a whole human being who wants to celebrate other black people, who wants to binge on black everything. I crave black expression. Who wants to sit on my damn couch eating banana bread, my whole black husband baked. My black self took a walk this morning, made sure I stared right into the eyes of two black men walking in our neighborhood and shouted a robust, good morning. And what I hoped I said was, I see you. My black self cried and checked on friends. I ignored the deafening silence today from people who should have been screaming all along and those who proclaimed, this is how you protest. My whole black spirit wrestles with defeat when I think of black businesses who may never open again and black people who will never breathe again. My whole black self will pray, make love to my whole black husband and fall asleep, wake up in a rage and do it all over again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My snaps. I, I love it. Come on, Christina. Yes. I love it. Oh. Yes, I can't wait to 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 like really dive into this book. Well, with that being said, when is it available? Where can we find the book? Let us know the information. Sure, sure, sure. Um, the official release is March 15th, but you can pre-order today on lifein10minutes.com. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, and it'll be, a, the oh, excuse me, the official release is on March 15th, and that is on lifein10minutes.com website, and that's 10, the number. Okay. And it, um, it'll also be available uh, on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, um, the ebook versions, on March 15th as well. Nice. And I also have a launch party on March 19th, that's a Friday, at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Life in 10 Minutes Facebook page. Oh, yay! Come yeah. on! <laughs> I love that. All right, Thanks. awesome. So, um, you guys, I need y'all to go ahead and grab this, this book. Go ahead and pre-order it now. Go to the party on the 19th. Go ahead and receive all this goodness that she is giving to you because I know it's going to be beautiful, beautiful work. Um, Christina, before we wrap everything up, is there anything else that you'd like the listeners to hear or you wanted to share? Um, I just want to thank everyone. I mean, who will buy the book, will hear um, my work, will seek it out. Um, I, I hope that you find pieces and she lives here that speaks to you and that inspires you. I love it. 
Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of this really beautiful information, these beautiful poems with us. And honestly, I really can't wait to get my hands on this. And I'm going to be pre-ordering today and uh, for sure. And I am um, definitely going to be spreading the word. I love this so much. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Christina. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for having me, Lena. You've been wonderful. Absolutely. And to you guys out there listening, you're beautiful, you're strong, and somebody loves you. And I will see you all next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.